KGUM AM, Haganya, Guam, News Talk K57. The views expressed on this show belong to the show host, guests, and callers and do not represent Sorensen Media Group in any way, shape, or form. This show serves in the public's interest and SMG reserves the right to maintain control of the show as to keep within the guidelines of the FCC. If you have any comments or complaints, you can contact SMG. At SMG, we strive to present the best product we can. We value your opinion, and we thank you so much for listening and tuning in to News Talk K57. Guam's number one news starts now. On News Talk K57. food we eat, the lifestyle we live, and chemicals from our modern society are driving a global health crisis. Serious health problems are now at epidemic proportions on Guam. Over the past 10 years, health problems from cancer to Alzheimer's, diabetics, even autism, are all shown to be increasing at alarming rates, really impacting every family. With proper diet, nutrition, and an understanding of how the body works, we can minimize our risk giving you the opportunity to live a healthier, happier, and longer life. At Island Strong, we provide the tools and resources to help you take charge of your own health. To find out more, visit islandstrong.com, stop by our office next door to Megabyte in Timooning, or call 648-9355 to speak to a wellness coach. Learn to live well with Island Strong. That's 648-9355. Asmujao Community School has listened closely to Superintendent John Fernandez's call to action and is committed to being an advocate for education. Asmuja offers a credit recovery program and an advancement program where students who are lacking credits or are interested in graduating early may attend Asmujao to gain those credits from a six-year WASC accredited school that can transfer those credits into the student's district school. Parents, please check your child's counselor and take control of your child's education by sending them to a smoojow to recover those credits that will guarantee the student will graduate with their class or graduate early. A smoojow is located in Agania, next to the Attorney General's old office building at 297 West O'Brien Drive in a three-story blue building. Call 475-9276 for more information. That's 475-9276. It's all right.
most unique place on Guam to visit is Just Pirates Cove, located in Nipan Talafofo on Route 4 right on a beautiful Windward Beach. The menu is full of wonderful culinary delights, including Just's famous Chamorro Fiesta Plate. Always remember that Jeff hosts a wonderful Mother's and Father's Day, of course, along with a tantalizing Thanksgiving two weeks from yesterday, folks. Want to make reservations? Remember the number... 789-8646. That's 789-8646 to make reservations for the Thanksgiving. Plenty of tables spread out all over the place. So everything is taken care of. Social distancing. Uh, you'll be in the right place, Jeff's, for Thanksgiving. And don't forget, take a tour of Jeff's Pirates Cove's unique local museum and keep an eye out for treasure. Yokoi, Guam's own 28-year survivor of World War II, is featured as a main attraction, showing his last 10 days on Guam and how he lived in the jungle. We're talking about Monday through Friday, 10 o'clock in the morning till 6 o'clock in the evening. Saturday and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Okay, start out with breakfast, Jose's Mexican omelet, and don't forget, lunch, hearty sandwiches with your choice of a fresh garden salad, french fries, red rice, or white rice with just world-famous Benedetti, 16-ounce porterhouse steaks, deep-fried or grilled local catch, jumbo, deep-fried shrimp, deep-fried seafood platter, my personal favorite, then on to just Mediterranean Greek menu with a gyro platter, another personal favorite. Greek salad, a list of appetizers that will only, of course, increase your appetite. Don't forget about Jose's variety of Mexican tacos. Come to Jess Pirates Cove, open seven days a week, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Call 789-8646 for orders to go. That's 789-8646. We'll see you there. Spirit calling as 
standing on a beautiful white sandy beach. The sand still warm under your feet from the sun's rays of the day. A gentle breeze is blowing through the palm trees and it subtly caresses your face and body. The moon is full and the shimmering pale white moonlight showers you with its powerful moon energy as moonbeams dance upon the ebony water surrounding you. As you walk along the beach with the waves gently kissing your feet and the ocean singing to you, you look to the heavens and you see the most wondrous, brilliant star. As you gaze upon this twinkling star, you see it fall suddenly into the water and in a flash of light, a beautiful, perfect dolphin emerges from that very spot. And in an instant, your heart and mind know that this magical being came to you from the heavens above. The dolphin calls to your language not of words but of the heart. It's an easy, joyous communication welcoming you to approach and enter the water. Excitingly you do so, finding the water warm and soothing. As you greet one another and you look into the dolphin's eyes, you see the universe itself reflected there. You feel at peace and loved. It is a union and a reunion. You remember and you're connected. Such joy and love you have for your new friend and guide. You take hold of the dolphin's fin and she gently swims with you. You feel totally safe and protected as you both now go beneath the surface of the water, deeper and deeper and deeper. How beautiful this underwater world is. You could stay here forever, surrounded by colored fish, coral, sea, and plant life of every description. And in the distance, you see a crystal cave, just for you. You and your guide effortlessly glide toward this cave so inviting and as you enter the cave, you find it has many, many rooms of many colors. Red, orange, purple, green, blue, yellow, each is healing, and you choose the color you need. Or you may choose to visit each room. You're like a sponge, absorbing the vibration, the energy of all the beautiful colors. You may stay here as long as you wish. And when you're ready to leave, you see that your dolphin friend has been patiently waiting for you, and she now accompanies you to the surface. You float silently upward and upward and upward and emerge from the water healed and whole you bid farewell to each other thanking this magnificent celestial being for her love and energy and for this healing journey and in your heart you know that she will always always be with you welcome to the edge of heaven talk show on metaphysics every friday night 6 30 to 8 o'clock metaphysics really is that area of philosophy that concerns itself with the nature and structure of reality deals with such questions as, are the objects we perceive real or an illusion? Does the external world exist apart from our consciousness of it? Is reality ultimately reducible to a single underlining substance? And if so, is it essentially spiritual or material? Is the universe intelligible and orderly or incomprehensible and chaotic? 
the polarities, folks. It's all in the game of polarities, and uh, we're doing real well. We certainly have uh, quite the show of polarities. It's something that uh, uh, nobody's uh, running from. Uh, everybody's engaging in this uh, this world of polarities. Now, there's an interesting gentleman. Um, trying to think where I I think this might have been this might have been the first time I I uh, no. This, I have a magazine here. It's December 1971. So uh, 50, 50, 49 years, I guess. We're in December 2020 coming up here. Yeah, so 49 years ago, this is Psychology Today magazine um, printed uh, uh, this guy, Sam King, Ken, K-E-E-N. He... Uh, he wrote this uh, article, did an interview with John Lilly. It's called A Conversation with John Lilly. Now, John Lilly is a, a scientist and a, kind of a mystic. It's an interesting this how he kind of introduces him. He says, if there's a, a cartographer of altered states of consciousness, of the highways and byways of the inner trip, it is John Lilly. You are indeed a rare combination of scientist and mystic. You have traveled from the natural sciences to the esoteric sciences. You seem to incarnate the dissatisfaction that many moderns feel with a narrowly scientific way of knowing and being in the world. You seem to be, you seem to in, incarnate the dissatisfaction that many moderns feel with a narrowly scientific way of knowing and being in the world. But many people still think of you first as the man who communicates with dolphins. So perhaps this is a good place to begin your story. So how did you get into the dolphin research? Okay, so Day of the Dolphin, that's the movie that comes from uh, uh, John Lilly. I think uh, George C. Scott played uh, John Lilly. Um, quite the movie uh, in in the realm of beginning to communicate uh, verbally with uh, uh, dolphins. So this is a, this is a little something. The, the reason why I'm kind of introducing this and talking about this, um, because within this, there's a part that, that gives us the, I don't know, how would you, uh, gives, gives us the uh, reinforcement to continue to uh, communicate with uh, higher beings, essences, it would be the word. Um, you know, we, we communicate with ourselves from our experiences and what we have and what we acknowledge in, in our own ascension. So in, in doing that, there's a foundation that's built. And that foundation has to do with the, the liberation of, of self beyond your humanness. And I think this is, uh, uh, John Lilly uh, definitely was part of my foundation in this. Um, and, and in this interview, uh, it's interesting about what, what, what happened to him. Um, now, why uh, did he get into dolphin research? Now, there are several uh, motivating interests he had. He'd been working in brain and mind research for many years. Now, folks, we're going to go back here, okay? In 1954, 
he began work in physical isolation in water-filled tanks, their uh, sensory deprivation tanks, and for many years. Now, he, uh, uh, you, you float in this, in this water inside this tank, and it's brine water. It's, it's very heavily sold. So you just float. Uh, but you don't have any uh, um, a sense. Uh, um, you're de- deprived of your senses. You, you don't see anything. You don't hear anything. You don't smell anything. Uh, unless you probably taste the brine water, you don't taste anything. So, uh, and you're just floating. You're feeling. You're just. You're just in this floating sense. So, he gets in this uh, physical isolation in a water-filled tank. Now, while floating in the tank, he began to wonder about the mind of an animal who lived in water all the time and had a brain the size of man's. And he knew the dolphin had a cerebral cortex as large as the human's. What was going on in that brain? And some people argued that a large body required a large brain. But there was the extreme of the white shark who weighed 40 tons and had a brain the size uh, of a monkey's. Whoa. he began to ask, what is the dolphin doing with all that excess brain? When I began, when he, when he began to study dolphin sounds, he found they had an immensely more complex communication system than we do. And this led me to question whether we might establish interspecies communication. If this could be done, it would show us what the human mind has in common with other creatures with large brains. This knowledge, in turn, might prove valuable to our space program should we detect non-human intelligent beings outside the Earth. Okay? So, what he's saying here, in learning how to communicate with the dolphins would be the same thing as being in outer space and be... Uh, in communication uh, scenario uh, with aliens, okay? Beings from other uh, locations outside the Earth. So this is what the the author of the conversation says. Well, uh, what were the major problems you faced in communicating with dolphins? Okay, so what were some of the problems? It starts out, the first problem was attitude. The human species is so arrogant it is difficult for us to entertain the idea that there may be superior beings swimming around in the sea. Okay, so we had to approach the dolphins with gentleness and respect and with the assumption that they had as much desire to communicate with us as we had to do with them. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's, I think it's... Um, it, it's uh, gentleness is, is a big word, and, and respect, and, and to to assume uh, uh, that the unbelievable mammals would want to communicate with them. Then there was a problem of the different structure of dolphin and human languages. Our vocal communication is airborne and is relatively slow. The dolphin sonic communication is waterborne and is thus about ten times faster than ours. This means the dolphin receives the bulk of his information about his environment acoustically, while we receive ours visually. Okay, so he he hears it, we see it. 
The visual inputs of the dolphin are only one-tenth the capacity of our visual inputs, but their acoustical inputs are ten times greater than ours. Okay, so the total amount of information received by dolphins and humans from their environments is roughly the same. All right, and just in a different scope. Uh, auditory uh, is for the dolphins, and for us, it's, it's, it's visual. We're not going to understand dolphins adequately until we can translate their language to ours. So we need to experience how they hear their world. So here he is. He's in a situation where uh, uh, he, he wants to hear uh, uh, the dolphins' world and see what it is uh, you know, that they, uh, they have uh, really to offer uh, in this communication. And so he feels that, that that's the, the best approach. Um, so then he continues. He's questioned, well, how did you establish communication with them? Well, it began with an accident says John Lilly. This is interesting. One day, now here we are, 1955, folks. This is a couple days ago. We were listening to a tape of dolphin sounds. We suddenly got the weird feeling that the dolphins were mimicking our speech. They're being mimics. In fact, they were laughing at us. So someone suggested that we go out and see if one of our young dolphins, Elvar, would copy a word. We went into the tank, and I shouted at Elvar, water. He came up, put his blowhole in the air, and went, water, breaking the word in the middle. And so we started to work on the word water, and within 20 minutes, Elvar was copying it. Wow. Wow. There you go. That's the, that's the opening here. Communicating. The first word was water. Water said the dolphin. Unbelievable. Okay, so later set up a more intense experiment in which a young woman, this guy, this lady, Margaret Howe. Now, Margaret Howe is not just any woman, folks. Um, this article, now remember, this is coming from uh, uh, Psychology Today. Um, it's, uh, uh, it's good because it's, it's uh, a magazine that's very respected, okay? So this story has, uh, you know, a lot to do. Maybe other species, okay? Okay. Now, later, this Margaret Howe lived with and became teacher, friend, mother, and lover to a young male dolphin by the name of Peter. She taught him to reproduce simple words with humanoid sounds, to respond to greetings, to distinguish objects, to say the names of numbered balls, and to respond to elaborate directions. In time, they developed a genuine verbal and nonverbal communication. Margaret Howe would say, Peter, go get the orange ball. There might be five balls, all of different colors floating on the water. Peter would go and bring back the blue ball, the green ball, etc. Everyone but the orange ball. Everyone but the orange ball. Wow. So, go get the orange ball, and everyone he goes to get, it uh, brings them all back, except 
the orange bowl. So an operant conditioner observing Peter might conclude that he didn't understand what we were saying. But Margaret would say, whoa, he knows, he knows, he knows what I mean because he brought me the orange ball five times in a row yesterday on command. So here he is just playing. Uh, and, and trying to get this uh, 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 communication. And I, uh, uh, I want you to uh, understand how important uh, really this is. It's uh, uh, something that uh, this woman became uh, So when you see this, it's important for you to understand uh, what, what we're doing. Um, it's important that we see that this is, is, is going on. It, it's, it's so important uh, that there's an interspecies communication going on. And it's, it's something that we, we have to find uh, a very, very strong part uh, of ourselves to be able to see that that's something that, that you would want to have. It really is. It's very important. So here we set up uh, into this aspect of the uh, gentleman who's doing the, the uh, 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 communication right with John Lilly. He's saying, if you can break the rules in a creative way, it means you must understand the rules. <clears throat> now that's an interesting question to ask somebody. If you break the rules in a creative way, in breaking the rules in a creative way, it means you must understand the rules. Wow. Wow. If you were blamed for breaking rules, it could only mean that you understood the rules. What I'm doing here, Jenny, is the conversation with John Lilly. Mm. You know, um, this is back in 1954, 1955, and uh, 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 it's uh, Intellectual Digest. Mm -hmm. You've seen this book. I've mm -hmm. shown you this. And if, the reason why it's, it, it means so much. It's because what John Lee wanted to do was communicate with the porpoises, the dolphins, mm -hmm. to be able to help scientists who were finding outer space aliens mm -hmm. and how to communicate with them. Mm. You know, uh, that's, the, uh, that's the key. So in, in his reasoning to even enter into this, uh, this theater. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, um, Interestingly enough, this, uh, as they continued, they, it was by accident, uh, um, John Lilly uh, was with a dolphin uh, named Elvar, and uh, water, the word is water, and the dolphin got up and through the blow went, water, mm. and of course, you know, John Lilly, of course, you know, started working on singular words, mm -hmm. syllables, and and, and doing this aspect of communicating. Then this uh, woman, Margaret Howell, uh, began spending like, you know, days and days and days with this one dolphin. Uh, 
and for like one day five times go get the orange ball go get the orange ball go get the orange ball and the next day she says go get the orange ball goes and gets all the other balls besides the orange ball <laughs> right tired of the orange ball well no it's it's just that upper thinking uh, you know communicate upper thinking you know it knows exactly what it is that is being requested but instead you know just brings mm -hmm. back all the other ones so this is you know exciting when they saw that the size of the brain, mm -hmm. of course, is, is the same as, as to how the humans is. So it's, uh, it, it's interesting because uh, what, what Lily saw was like a pigeon might peck the right button five times, but a dolphin won't. He's too smart and having too much fun. He changes the rules of the game because he's intelligent enough to get bored with over simple games, mm -hmm. right? He, he's trying to get a message across to you you just can't do uh, this conditioning game with someone who really is uh, um, uh, is really in into this situation very intelligent and insists on having a good time. Uh, and if you want to examine the intelligence of superior being, you m might have to be willing to observe him on his terms. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that being said, four-year-olds, mm -hmm. pre-kindergarten gate, 130 IQs and above. So if I got a kid who's super, super smart, mm -hmm. and he goes and maybe can read, you know, uh, high school level, mm -hmm. middle school level, and he goes to kindergarten, then that kid is going to change the rules mm -hmm. like this, how this dolphin mm -hmm. did, because he's in a situation where it's uh, really a mundane activity mm -hmm. for him. And it's, it's so this is an interesting thing, comparing these, mm -hmm. you know, with, within the humans. So it's, if some critics suggest that, that neutral researchers cannot um, reduplicate or, uh, your results, how do you answer this? Okay, so if, if this is a scientific, like there's yeah. a, yeah. If, if um, you can replicate. Oh, here we are, real quick. Let's uh, jump into the CBS News. We'll be right back with a whole bunch more. John Lilly. Thank you. KGUM AM, Hagatnya, Guam, News Talk K57. First in news, first in talk. When you want to know the details, you can count on News Talk K57. Guam's number one news starts now on News Talk K57. we live in chemicals from our modern society are driving a global health crisis serious health problems are not epidemic proportions on guam over the past 10 years health problems from cancer to alzheimer's to diabetics even autism are all shown to be increasing at alarming rates really impacting every family with proper diet nutrition and an understanding of how the body works we can minimize our risk giving you the opportunity to live a healthier happier and longer life at Island Strong, we provide the tools and resources to help you take charge of your own health. To find out more, visit islandstrong.com. 
Stop by our office next door to Megabyte in Tamooning or call 648-9355 to speak to a wellness coach. Learn to live well with Island Strong. That's 648-9355. Here comes the sun. Osmujao Community School has listened closely to Superintendent John Fernandez's call to action and is committed to being an advocate for education. Osmujao offers a credit recovery program and an advancement program where students who are lacking credits or are interested in graduating early may attend Osmujao to gain those credits from a six-year WASP accredited school. They can transfer those credits into the student's district school. Parents, please check your child's counselor and take control of your child's education by sending them to Osmujao to recover those credits that will guarantee the student will graduate with their class or graduate early. Osmujao is located in Aganya, next to the Attorney General's old office building at 297 West of Bryan Drive in a three-story blue building. Call 475-9276 for more information. That's 475-9276. The most unique place on Guam to visit is Just Pirates Cove, located in Nipan Talafofo on Route 4 right on a beautiful windward beach. The menu is full of wonderful culinary delights, including Just famous Chamorro Fiesta Plate. Always remember that Jeff hosts a wonderful Mother's and Father's Day. And then, folks, this tantalizing Thanksgiving, two weeks from yesterday, you can call 789-8646 to make reservations. They got plenty of tables all over the place. Beautiful, right on the beach. And... Don't forget to take a tour of Just Pirates Cove's unique local museum and keep an eye out for treasure. Yukoi, Guam's own 28-year survivor of World War II, is featured as a main attraction, showing his last 10 days on Guam and how he lived in the jungle. Opens up, folks, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Start out with breakfast, Jose's Mexican Omelet, and for lunch, hearty sandwiches with your choice of a fresh garden salad, french fries, red rice, or white rice with just world-famous Fenadeni, 16-ounce porterhouse steaks, deep-fried or grilled local catch, jumbo deep-fried shrimp, deep-fried seafood platter, my personal favorite, then on to just Mediterranean Greek menu with a gyro platter, another personal favorite, Greek salad, and a list of appetizers that will only increase your appetite. And don't forget about Jose's variety of Mexican tacos. Come to Just Pirates Cove, open seven days a week, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Call 789-8646 for orders to go. That's 789-8646. We'll see you there. You are my treasure. You are my treasure. Yeah, you, 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 you are. You are my treasure. 
is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little love. But the world is not is love, sweet love. No, not just for some. Beautiful. Thank you, Izzy. This, uh, um, DeShannon, uh, uh, you know, that, that, uh, one of Jenny's favorite songs, right? From, uh, uh, I don't know how long ago, you know, this, what, 1965 or something like that, I think. But it's a nice, catchy, classy tune. Yeah, it's, it's classy in itself. You know, the, there's, a uh, maybe some innocence to, uh, to this, you know, and, and uh, you think about now, you know, where we are in the pandemic and mm-hmm. everybody's uh, running for cover and, uh, you know, uh, all the different things that are, that are going on in our lives that have changed, you know, mm-hmm. in a quick period of time. Uh, you know, I've always said that humans uh, are, are survivalists. You know, we're, we've been around a long time, you know, nothing compared to the dinosaurs or anything like that. But, you know, we adapt 
pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's one of the the things that uh, that this has done is you know everybody around the world is is uh, you know taking care of, of of this hygiene as much as physically possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you meet a lot of people who, you know, very, very conscientious about it. You know, what I'm seeing now is a lot of people opening doors with the top of their heads, you know, like with a, a hat mm-hmm. on or something. I, I saw that today, you know. <laughs> you know, you see people, you know, they don't want to touch doors yeah. or all kinds of, you know, which which rightfully well, they're, so. Yeah, they're just very, very mindful. And, yeah, and because so. it, no doubt, you know, themselves or, or the, maybe somebody in their family yeah. could oh, be at yeah, risk. Exactly. And, and uh if we don't, you know, wear the mask for ourselves, we wear it for those that are vulnerable. Right, right. Because right. that's the reality. Right. You know? And uh, uh, and what I see, you know, is, uh, is and kind of going along with what the the doctors are saying about the the vitamin C, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and uh, the vitamin D. Mm-hmm. You know, these they're saying the same things in in eating eating correctly, yeah. of course. All those, you know, we do what we can in order to, um, you know, uh, boost our immune system, and that's always even been my philosophy since ever since even before COVID, right? Because it's all part of a preventive care, right? Right. And 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 and, um, and it. It can matter in the realm of boosting your immune system for the sake of when you do catch COVID, it could mean that your duration of the healing time is shorter and symptoms could be lesser, mm-hmm. you know, potentially. Right. Right. Or, or no symptoms at all, which, which is the other, you know, you see a lot of the fine folks, uh, you know, they get positive Mm-hmm. Uh, in the test, but, you know, there's no symptoms. Yeah. So, you know, that could, it could be that. In, right. the, in this realm of having this preventive care approach to life. And, and right? now they're saying one in five of people who have COVID have uh, a mental uh, challenge that emerges. Yeah, there, well, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a phenomenon in terms of a small population. Um, after, 20%. Yeah, after obtaining uh, COVID, you know, and then they are um, experiencing, experiencing post-COVID symptoms that... Um, is a mystery, right? right? Yeah. So, uh, be armed. You know, I think our uh, uh, aspect of of having that the wellness through through diet, and, yeah. and uh, you know, not putting yourself. Uh, it's interesting, you know, when they say, you know, with complications, when they mention mm-hmm. the complications, the big one is what came out from uh, the Surgeon General, mm-hmm. and that's high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And the high blood pressure, you know, uh, is something that may, you know, come about from being overweight or mm-hmm. or, or not, you know, exercising enough. Um, but, but I think the big one, you know, to, to really work. Uh, in the high blood, I do it. You know, every time I go to seventh day or any of the doctors, you know, the first thing they do is you, they take your blood pressure, mm-hmm. right? So I always do that exercise of the exhale mm-hmm. and exhaling, just falling. Mm-hmm. You know, the, just the, the visualization. You can, I mean, it, you know, it's so easy, and you just fall. Mm-hmm. You know, your hands kind of go down in your lap. You know, and you just you just let the whole uh, all your senses. Um, uh, like you're you're free falling through the through the air, mm-hmm. and your blood pressure is good mm-hmm. and and i you know if if nurses into this aspect if somebody comes in they have high blood pressure then if they have them do this exercise to see if it makes a difference in that individual yeah and and this is these are things that you can do in your daily life mm-hmm. anytime you feel any any tenseness like your stress mm-hmm. like when you're talking about wow you're starting to get tense because of something then you just do that exercise and you just fall, mm-hmm. and it relieves, and the high blood disappears, because that's what uh, you know the Surgeon General was saying. It's what kills, 
is the high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's, it even goes back to like, you know, taking just deep breaths, you know, to help reset, right? And so when you're taking that moment of being in that moment, right, of just taking the deep breath without having to put your attention to something that may be stressing you out that moment, like right. being at the doctor's office, right? That causes a physiological um, effect on a person to... It's, it's like a dog going to a vet, vet's office, right? Exactly. You know? <laughs> and so if you just take your attention and you just focus on your breath without having to have a the thought of what's causing that, you know, that pressure, blood pressure to rise at that moment, right? And 10 deep breaths, you know, it's been proven. Blue. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to call it 10 deep breaths or ten, uh, breath and fall, you know, the same physiological effect happens. Happens. Yeah, it's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's that. Now, you just finished a, a seven-day seven, a seven, day a seven day, fast. Yeah, water fast. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you just drank, uh, uh, was it lemon water? Or uh, did just, you, you know, water, lemon water. Just alkaline water. water. Just alkaline, whatever water I can get. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Know, in my busy day, Is there right? no, no lumps? Yeah. No lumps in the water you can chew on? Filter water, right. And so, you know, I started to feel really... Um, you know, all the symptoms of, you know, an accumulation of over time of whatever it is that I'm eating, right? And you, you always laugh at me because it's like we, we eat pretty clean, We're right? detoxing the detox. Yeah, exactly. But still, there's an accumulation. Well, yeah. And, and I listen to my body and my body's telling me through like a little fatigue, I'm a little tired, a little foggy, whatever it is, right? And then I decided, okay, I want to go ahead and fast and kind of like reset, right? And when I do, and I just love fasting, and then I realize that, man, overeating is, I mean, eating is overrated, right? Because right. it's that easy for me to not eat, right? And so I always, every time I'm in, in, um, t going through a fast, that's just such a fantastic feeling, you know? And mm -hmm. I've been doing it for many, 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 many years yeah. now, right? And I, I've done it at first because it was part, part of my spiritual practice, right? I do a lot of readings, you know, from enlightened individuals that have walked the path, right, uh, in this modern day and age, right? And one of the things that's very common is fasting, right? And so um, I do, I, I like to, I enjoy doing it. And when I'm in the process of fasting, and before all the science came out, like in the past five years about fasting, because fasting's a trend now, um, I would feel, before the science came out, just phenomenal, you know, like energetic, and I would, like maybe at the end of my busy day and a fast day, I'd be sleepy around 8, 30, 9 o'clock, right? Mm -hmm. But then I would, I would take a little nap, and I would wake up at 12 midnight or 1 in the morning, and I'm just like, I can't sleep, right? And, that, and, and, um, and then I just wake up, and I go throughout my day with this, this high energy, um, you know, day. And, um, you know, then I realized that the science now is out. What was I feeling, you know, is um, whenever you are fasting, your, you, um, your brain has these things called brain-derived neurotrophic factors, and it's kind of like fertilizer for the brain. And um, that explains why I'm feeling so energetic, because of that fertilizer in the brain. You there know? you go. And it's so, so clear, you know, right. my, my, my thought processes, my feelings, my physiological being, there's no fog. And one of the things that happens when you fast as well um, is that 
it creates even more stem cell production, which is really important. Rejuvenating all the different aspects of yeah. the challenges. And your and stem cells are your repair cells, right? right? And you, it goes into your body and does what it needs to do in order to repair any damage. It's the T there. cells? The, yeah, the stem cells. Yeah. And so, and there's just so, so many um, benefits for me in oh, yeah, with no. fasting. Sure. And uh, it, I just love it. I love incorporating Absolutely. it in my life on a regular basis. You know, when we talk about, you know, it's all energy, mm -hmm. right? You know, that's yeah. one of the things we talk about. And, and, and receiving as much energy into ourselves, mm -hmm. a, a clear energy in, yeah. into ourselves, what blocks that energy is all these different um, toxins. Mm -hmm. And that's why when people, as yourself, fast and you remove those toxins, mm -hmm. all of a sudden all that new energy, that new light can get through mm -hmm. now and fulfill all of you. Yeah. Whereas before, like you said, cloudy, uh, fatigued, you know, fatigued, yeah. I mean, you know, all these kind of things. work long hours, yeah. you know. So this uh, opens up. The only thing, you, folks, check your doctor oh, first. Yeah, you know, when, sure. when we talk about for fasting, sure. things like that, we always, you know, we always want to kind of make that little yeah. footnote, right? You know, that uh, it's important, you know, to, uh, to have that, uh, um, physician say yeah yeah, yeah. and then they can kind of give you a plan you know well, especially especially for people that have never done yeah uh, right. fasting i always recommend people you know if they have pre-existing conditions seek the advice of your doctor because i'm not a professional in that realm no, i can only go from my personal experience, experience. Yeah, exactly right. and so whenever people um you know like you know with the crew at the shop in the the golai shop the plant-based shop right they're really interested and I said, well, set yourself up for success, you know. Um, don't go right off the bat, you know, cold turkey, jump in there, don't, you know, and not eat for uh -huh. the, 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 the weekend. Like do a 36-hour fast Yeah, or we'll do intermittent yeah. fasting, you yeah. know. And so that's what I said. You know, I would teach them how to, you know, do the intermittent fasting. And then once you get that kind of down and you're going anywhere from 13 to 16 hours without eating food, and the majority of the intermittent fast can be sleeping, you know. And then introduce one and then push your fasting muscle going from anywhere from 13 to 16 hours to um, pushing it to 24 hours once a, one, once a day, once a week, right? You can push it to 24 hours by um, going uh, one meal breakfast a day. Breakfast or yeah, something. Or one meal or a day. Or dinner to dinner, yeah. Exactly. Whichever, lunch to lunch. Just to push it, you know, and see yeah. how you feel. And then you can go from there and even push it even more. And so for myself, being experienced faster, when I'm feeling sluggish, I can say, okay, well, I'm going to fast tomorrow. And I can d start it the next day mm -hmm. and then go seven days without eating food. There you right? go. There you and go. I don't have those struggles of, like, wanting to eat, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what kind of... Uh, there's a mystery to the crew of the shop yeah. is that I'm still preparing food. Right, with all that energy. Exactly, and, and I'm still preparing food for the shop, for the customers and what have you. And I just devote what I'm doing in terms of the food to the, to the divine. You yeah, know, and that's right. my, and that's sure. part of my practice. Sure, and then of course the whatever in the in the production of the food, mm -hmm. uh, you know, playing like with your Sanskrit music, or, mm -hmm. and and where your thought is uh, that proceeds and transcends into the food. Yeah, because everything's energy. Yeah, and that's a uh, uh, and 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 so that when people eat it and receive it, I you know I've been eating your food now, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and 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 I enjoy the meals. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something I look forward to. Mm -hmm. uh, plant based, like today, I had a a, a plant based 
a hot dog, you mm-hmm. know, with a gluten-free mm-hmm. hot dog bun, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, you know, organic mustard, and then, and then you know, fr- frying the, the bun and mm-hmm. making it fun, and then, yeah. and then kind of organic chips, yeah. and, and, and looking forward to the, to the crunch or to mm-hmm. the bite and to mm-hmm. the taste, mm-hmm. uh, because now... Uh, you really realize, you know, you're not uh, jamming something just down your throat mm-hmm. just to just to get put something in your stomach because you're on the move or something. Yeah. You, know, you 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 have that time. It's a um, mindful eating. Uh, yeah, it's like you know you think about the Mediterranean. Uh, you know, you're you're French. You know, you're Italian. You're uh, Spanish. Mm-hmm. You know, the different times of of eating and mm-hmm. how you make it uh, a special mm-hmm. uh, event. Uh, and and the more. Uh, you get away oftentimes from some of your uh, uh, red meats mm. or some of the things you know that can be uh, detrimental, scientifically proven. Yeah, uh, yeah. that you have uh, uh, an enjoyable meal, mm-hmm. right? And 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 a, a specialness to it. Yeah, and you know, there's no judgment. You know, I mean, for my lifestyle, it's always been about lessening the suffering suffering in this world, and that's why I choose not to eat animals, right? And it's a personal. Um, yeah, well, uh, it's, choice, it's good for right? you. Yeah, no. And so there's no judgment for a person that, for me, if a person wants to eat meat, the only thing I, I recommend is that they eat clean meat. You know, meaning like grass fed or grass fed, um, and limit the quantity and not have it. You know, every day. You know, with uh, it in being moderation. Delayed. And everything in moderation, right. seven ounces and or then, so. And then after each meal, do a, do a seven-day fast. <laughs> to, get, <laughs> to reset, to, right? To get, to get because those. one of the things that, you know, that, that <clears throat> conventional meat has, and, 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 and I know that it's you know, the information is out there, is that when you're consuming conventional meat, right, um, you're, you're going to have to be concerned about the antibiotics in meat. Um, and that, oh yeah, that's, that's, yeah, and the, that yeah. Cod can cause a dysbiosis in your gut, right? right? And when you cause a dysbiosis, an imbalance of uh, bad bacteria to and to good bacteria, you know, then you have to be concerned about you know that dysbiosis because without the leaky the, gut, without the gut back, the good gut bacteria, right? And they're they're so important for multifunctional components in your body. Then you're then something's not happening, you right? Know? And and when you fast, you get sensitive to these things. Mm-hmm. You have that ability to synthesize, uh, uh, you know, what it is that you're eating because I mean, in fasting, in the digestive process, yeah. and all these things. Uh, after the fast, you start with soups. Yeah. Well, after the fast, then I'll go ahead and uh, introduce something like herbal teas the next okay. at the end of my fast, right? Okay. And then and then the flavor. I mean, I mean that impact. Of having that tea, you know, after seven days, or we did fourteen days one time, and that's what uh-huh. I remember. Uh, you know, the impact of ingesting something, mm-hmm. how the taste mm-hmm. um, and everything was—I was so sensitive to yeah. to uh, uh, this taste. It was all new. Yeah, that's what it seemed because like. you've been without for fourteen <laughs> right. days, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when you do this often enough, then you become very. Uh, mindful of what your body's going through, right? Because your body tells you many things. Mm-hmm. You just have to be in tune with it, right? Right, right. You have to find out what resonates with you or not. And that's one of the things that I tell people. It's like, um, you know, when you eat the food, listen to your body. If it's not feeling good, maybe it's not something right. that you should add to your bo- to right. your to your regime, sure. right? And find and find out what resonates with you. Well, I think when when I like first moved to Guam and. Uh, uh, 
you know, it was during the Vietnam War and kind of the ending of the Vietnam War. And we had a lot of people from Vietnam coming here mm-hmm. uh, and uh, interesting and setting up little restaurants, you know, and, uh, I, you know, Lynn's mm-hmm. restaurant, I remember. And I remember the first time I had like lumpia, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and uh, Ramon, uh, Ramon, uh, romaine lettuce mm-hmm. with, the, you know, the yeah. mint and the, uh, and then dipping it and then tasting it. And then uh, like an hour or so after the meal, still having this good taste in my yeah. mouth. And that to me was unique, which mm-hmm. was interesting because oftentimes um, the quote unquote kind of like a American uh, uh, food, mm-hmm. uh, oftentimes after the aftertaste, I wasn't, wasn't anything like this. Yeah. You know, it was, it was just different maybe because, you know, eating beef or eating, yeah. you know, meat or what well, it's really, else it's really, there. really interesting in terms of what people are so acclimated to if they eat a conventional diet that's highly processed. Right. And it's dead food basically for me. Right. So the flavor is the flavor profile is lacking, right? And so what seems to be very common in my experience by the reaction of people, when you introduce fresh food to them, fresh vegetables, uh, spices and herbs, as opposed to just soy sauce and salt and your basic you know, um, uh, flavoring component here out here in, in Guam, right? It's like it's a party in the mouth because you're not used to it, but it's like, whoa, that is amazing, right? Yeah, right. Because of like maybe fresh basil that's being in the lumpia, you know, um, in the fresh lumpia um, is something that, and, 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 and the sauces and the spices and the herbs. It really plays right. an important po- uh, role in, in making your taste buds go, wow. Right. That was pretty amazing. Yeah, you know, and, and again, like you mentioned, the spices and the, uh, interesting. Indonesia, I guess, is the mm-hmm. Spice Islands, yeah. right? And yeah. uh, um, you know, when when we came back from Bali after being there for a month, right, and uh, ordered uh, fried rice here, thinking it mm-hmm. was going to have something to do mm-hmm. with like the fried rice is good here, yeah. but the, the nasi goreng mm-hmm. in in Indonesia, yeah. the spices, the Spice Island, like you yeah. mentioned, you know, just having a different kind of spice mm-hmm. to it. Um, uh, it wasn't comparable, but yeah. you know, I'm sure somebody coming from the states and then coming here and having uh, the fried uh, rice here is so much better than exactly. what you know. It's it's like a, then uh, rice aroni, yeah. the San Francisco treat, <laughs> right? Yeah, and so yeah, yeah it's it, you know, food is definitely you know a lot of times 95 percent of the world probably they they um, live to eat, right? And so I kind of flip it and I eat to live, right? Yeah, and well, there's a lot, I think, that eat to live. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, as, as to, throughout the, the third world and, and, and maybe even, you know, the homeless and mm-hmm. people, you know, within our, uh, right now, especially, you know, mm-hmm. because of the, if the money's going to be running out pretty soon, you don't have a job, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, this is a, an interesting time if soup yeah. kitchens have to be opened up or. Yeah, it's really interesting. It yeah. really is. It's yeah. an interesting, precarious time. It's like, you know, when you're looking, because, you know, as a business owner, you know, it's really hard to find workers, right? And in a time of COVID, especially with unemployment, nobody wants to work because they're receiving, not no, when I say nobody, it's hard to find employees because they're receiving unemployment, right? Yeah, and if they go back to work. Yeah, exactly. And so it's really interesting that, um, you know, that's the case and nothing's going to last forever, right? So right. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, uh, people 
Um, well, search. just again, you know, we had so many hotel Workers employees release. that were on furlough yeah, because exactly. of the, you know, the, there's just uh, how, how deep are the pockets, you know, yeah. for these uh, hotel owners, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's it's an interesting uh, uh, phenomena, and but if we if we tie it to try to you know learn from it, you know, some of the some of the good lessons that, that we're having yeah. uh, in hygiene, of mm-hmm. course, right off the bat, you know, like I, I'm always joking about selling my stock in Dayquil and Nyquil because mm-hmm. nobody's getting sick anymore, mm-hmm. right? We're being so careful, mm-hmm. and then you think about well, you know, what are some of the the good things that are happening from this uh, horrendous uh, you know, pandemic. Yeah. Is it is it that people are trying to notice each other now? Is mm-hmm. where we kind of took everybody for granted before. Exactly. And it slows. It's slowing the pace down yeah. of the norm. You know, yeah. you know this fast-paced life that we've lived for so many right. years, right? right? And then now we like breaks on. Everybody's you know pretty much uh, working from home. Right, and so and schooling. Yeah, I mean that's school, a whole new phenomenon. Exactly, is cyber it's cyber pa- world. Yeah, it's making parents to be uh, take total part in their children's education. Right, right. Or Whereas, not. Or, or, or not. not. Yeah, or that's, not. Or, exactly. You know, and so, as opposed to just dropping them off and the te- and they're gone for the whole day because the teacher's going to take care of everything. Yeah, rightfully now so. Now they have to be co-teachers yeah. with the teacher. Right. Which is not easy, especially for the young ones. No, that's exactly. why there's teachers. That's exactly. why there's institutions to take them out of the home to exactly. put them in that kind of environment. And so, it's right. redefining what we know as you know um, our normalcy here and now uh, during COVID. Right. And so, I've always taken it as part of as be uh, as a reset in life and. It's a beautiful process, believe it or not. At least I think so. And um, it's making people go out even more and exercising, right? Because that's yeah. all part Aspen of... Yeah, Park is, there's no parking. Yeah, <laughs> Aspen Park, there's no parking just around, you know, where the shop is at. Yeah, where the, uh, people where walking the, by all the walking time. Walking by. The, the only thing I, I suggest to f- folks, you know, from many, many years of exercising is don't walk on concrete. <laughs> you know, Paseo, bless his heart, the whole thing is concrete. Yeah, it's you know, you terrible don't want to walk joints. on concrete. Yeah, Aspen, uh, you know, is good because it's asphalt. asphalt. Uh, any, any of these tracks, yeah. yeah, grass or wherever you are, if you, you know, in doing this, uh, the beach, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, walking on uh, uh, concrete, you mm-hmm. can feel the difference. Oh, totally. You know, just if you just get on the street for a little yeah. bit and then you get on the sidewalk, exactly. you go, wow, where'd when, this come from? Yeah, when I used to train for, um, when I used to train for triathlons, right? And it was, you know, you're so right. I would run in concrete. It was horrendous on my knees. Then I would just kind of like step off the concrete and go into the asphalt. It was like night and day. Yeah. And right? so, you know, that's our, and the other, the other recommendation we have is don't run along the road and breathe the carbon monoxide mm. of the cars that pass you. You know, you're, you're trying to work out to get, get a strength, yeah. you know, to your body. Yeah, you can't exercise yeah. the carbon monoxide. No, no. <laughs> or, like, or like when people like well, eat, you know, horrendous diet, they have a horrendous diet, but they exercise really well. I always tell them, well, we can't exercise your way out of a bad diet. You yeah. Know? So it's, 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 it's a... It's a, it's, a, it's a balance. It right. really is. Absolutely. Jenny, we got Verna on the line. Oh. Verna, how are you doing? Thanks for calling. Hi there. Hey, Jenny. You're a neighbor before. Hey, Verna, girl. Well, how are you doing? Oh, man. I want to find out. And did you have with your kids? I'm, I'm sorry. You, you kind of broken up there a little bit. Oh, Verna. hi, Eddie. Did you, did you have an online uh, session with your kids today? Yes, I do it. Uh, I do it five days a week. Okay. Right now I'm at three days. I'm gonna uh, wait four days. 
and I'm going to probably add a, a fifth day because there's so much that I need to cover. And, yes, you know, I'm, I'm just, yeah, you, know, you know what I mean? So it's going to yeah. have to be every day. I told them, get ready. Yeah, no, but did good. you know, as a teacher, did you know that today is World Kindness Day? World mm-hmm. Kindness Day. Isn't that just what we're looking for? Oh, Wonderful. It's, oh, my God. Yeah. It, it got, you know, started, I believe in 98. I, I got to look it up again. I was researching it, of course. I could do, but there's this video that you need to, oh, my gosh, it's beautiful. You Both of you need to check it out. Okay. Wh- it's uh, called uh, Kindness Boomerang. Kindness Boomerang? Yeah, the Kindness Boomerang. And it's boomerang. Like something yellow, light vest, something. But if you type up Kindness Boomerang, you will find it. And it's just, it's so beautiful. It's a little over, it's almost six minutes. And, boy, and it's that song by um, one, one Day by Masters Yahoo. Okay. I'm not sure. Oh, it's I'm so not sure. Beautiful. Okay. You got, oh my gosh, it was just, it, it was my, my, my break, you know, what is it, like my introduction to teach about what it, what it means, and it's just, it's just something and everything to kind of, you know, we got away from Friday the 13th, and how people say it's unlucky, when I'm like, nope, it isn't what you say it is, yeah. and, you know, it's just a number, well, you know, you know what, you know like what, you know, well, you know what it's related to? Whatever. It's related to the Knights Templars, uh, um. There you go, I went over that with them, the Christian part, you yeah. know, it actually has a background. Right. Uh, on religion and Christianity. Right. I was focusing on that. You know, I didn't want the kids, you know, because when they hear Friday 13, they immediately think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. They're playing all these because it's, it's Halloween. You know. I go, man. I don't put that stuff in my in my brain. I won't watch that stuff. No, I turn it off right away. Yeah. Glides to glides. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And everything, and you need to catch that video. It's okay. Well, it just made me cry. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. I love crying. I. I. That's one of my favorite activities. That's to, right. Some of these movies. So just yeah. wanted to mention that to you that before right. the day ends, check it out and uh, and go ahead and do what you do always and you know spread the love. You know, spread okay. the uh, love, peace, and kindness. There you go. Thank you for that. <laughs> okay. Adios. Okay. Adios, amiga. Okay. Uh, so uh, let's take a quick break here and we'll be right back. News Talk K57, radio that makes you think. lifestyle we live and chemicals from our modern society are driving a global health crisis. Serious health problems are now at epidemic proportions on Guam. Over the past 10 years, health problems from cancer to Alzheimer's to diabetics, even autism, are all shown to be increasing at alarming rates, really impacting every family. With proper diet, nutrition, and an understanding of how the body works, we can minimize our risk, giving you the opportunity to live a healthier, happier, and longer life. At Island Strong, we provide the tools and resources to help you take charge of your own health. To find out more, visit islandstrong.com. Stop by our office next door to Megabyte in Tamunin or call 648-9355 to speak to a wellness coach. Learn to live well with Island Strong. That's 648-9355.
Osmujao Community School has listened closely to Superintendent John Fernandez's call to action and is committed to being an advocate for education. Osmujao offers a credit recovery program and an advancement program where students who are lacking credits or are interested in graduating early may attend Osmujao to gain those credits from a six-year WASC accredited school that can transfer those credits into the student's district school. Parents, please check your child's counselor. Take control of your child's education by sending them to a smoojow to recover those credits that will guarantee the student will graduate with their class or graduate early. A smoojow is located in Agania, next to the Attorney General's old office building at 297 West of Bryan Drive in a three-story blue building. Call 475-9276 for more information. That's 475-9276. The most unique place on Guam to visit is Jeff's Pirates Cove, located in Yipan Fofo on Route 4 right on a beautiful Windward Beach. The menu is full of wonderful culinary delights, including Jeff's famous Chamorro Fiesta Plate. Always remember that Jeff hosts a wonderful Mother's and Father's Day. Tantalizing Thanksgiving, folks. Two weeks from yesterday, call 789-8646 to make those reservations. Tables all over the place, social distancing, no problem, no problem at all. And don't forget to take a tour of Jess Pirates Cove's unique local museum. And keep an eye out for treasure. Yukoi, Guam's own 28-year survivor of World War II, is featured as the main attraction, showing his last 10 days on Guam and how he lived in the jungle. Jeff opens up, folks, Monday through Friday, 10 o'clock to 6 o'clock. Saturday and Sunday... 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Start out with breakfast. Jose's Mexican omelet. And for lunch, hearty sandwiches. With your choice of a fresh garden salad, french fries, red rice, or white rice, with just world-famous finadini, 16-ounce porterhouse steaks, deep-fried or grilled local catch, jumbo deep-fried shrimp, deep-fried seafood platter, my personal favorite, then on to just Mediterranean Greek menu with a gyro platter, another personal favorite. Greek salad and a list of appetizers that will only increase your appetite. Come to Jess Pirates Cove, open seven days a week, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And please, folks, call 789-8646 for orders to go. That's 789-8646. We'll see you there.
back in town. You know, it's a, uh, um, it's exciting. You know, one of these things uh, that uh, uh, is kind of emerging in this ascension that we're talking about here, right? You know, all the time, really, as much as we can here on the show, um, that this fifth dimensional uh, reality, this state of bliss. Uh, you know, where you foresee everything uh, into that higher consciousness, that that higher consciousness uh, mindfulness uh, that that uh, emerges, you know, where essences, uh, you know, because you're in a higher consciousness, you have more essence communication, uh, you know, that's giving you the uh, the sense of uh, of of knowledge and sense of well-being, sense of of uh, purpose. Um, you know, as you know, w- w- our our humanness, uh, we die and go to heaven. So what? What is that? What, what's heaven? What what is this? It's it's this vagueness, mm-hmm. right? But in in higher consciousness, in bliss, in in a fifth dimension uh, sense, you you begin to see, you know, that if if in fact uh, communicating or feeling closer to your ancestors, or or feeling uh, closer, you know, to to the source uh, of of the light, you know, like how you feel, you know, during your fasts, you know, you become clear, you become clean mm-hmm. um, into that aspect, and and that of course opens up uh the portal uh into being into a higher space of uh, uh all of it awareness all the acknowledgments you know of, of of self um but it's 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 interesting because um when we're doing it on love when you're doing it with your guidza uh and and that's what you're bringing to the table um then of course that's what you know you're you're fed I don't know, your, your light's on. My light's on, but there, there you go. go. Okay. Yeah, you know, it, it, and also, you know, the, the, I mean, it's all different aspects of what makes you, you know, be the human that we need to be, you know, here and now, because this is all we have, right? Right. And so, um, as individuals, we have to um, learn these spiritual tools and see what resonates with the individual and actually put it in practice because right. spiritual being spiritual it's a practice and if you don't put it into practice <clears throat> right well that's the that's the activeness mm-hmm. you know um i uh, you know the 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 two the two jokes i have concerning that is of course the guy who's has a house next to the levee mm-hmm. right you know and the and uh, it, it looks like you know the water's rising mm-hmm. so the levee's going to may break and so the the sheriff comes and the sheriff says okay uh you know your uh, uh, house is, is at risk you mm-hmm. know the levy looks close so i guess no it's okay i'm in, in in god's hands and then of course it breaks and the water comes rushing in and then the guy uh sees a little coast guard boat that comes up and says sir you know get your valuables get in the boat mm-hmm. we're out of here you know the levy's really it's really uh, you know deteriorating and he says no no it's okay i'm in god's hands and then mm-hmm. of course he's on the roof and uh, the helicopter comes and drops a ladder and, you know, the loudspeaker, you know, get on the ladder, sir. You know, we're out of here. You know, it's 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 broken. It's uh, it's 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 a, a you know, disaster. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says, no, it's OK. I'm in God's hands. So then he's standing on the roof, you know, and the water's up to his chin. And he looks up at God and says, God, I'm in your hands. And God says, hey, look, I sent you a car, a boat and a helicopter. What more can I do? I do. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. That's the activeness being yeah. active. Yeah. And identifying uh, yeah. the signs, the feelings the whatever is synchronicities you right. know that's a mirror you know pointing back at turning right. back at you reflecting back at you 
and you just have to be the spiritual war to identify that that right. message is meant for you. Right, and and right. active on it. Be, totally. Be, be, be active. Exactly. That's, because it's not going to come unless you're active. Now the other one, though. Well, other, it's going to come regardless. But if you're not mindful, you're just going to miss it. Yeah, the opportunity. Exactly. And 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 so the the other one, the cute one, is like you have a uh, uh, you have a uh, uh, an individual who every day for five years goes to church mm-hmm. on their knees. Could I win the lottery? Yeah. Can I win the lottery every day yeah. for five years? And finally, after five years, God goes, could you please go buy a lottery ticket? <laughs> okay, Dave, here you are. Thanks for calling. We got you there, Dave. There. I'm calling you from California, out hmm. in San Francisco. Wow. Wow. Thank you. This is wonderful. San Francisco, California, or San Francisco, yeah. uh, uh, Rota? <laughs> just, <laughs> just kidding. Well, actually, we're pretty safe out here. Uh, we shut down way early. Okay. And, uh, you know, nobody... Uh, uh, we we reached 150 dead a couple of days ago. Wow. And, so, you know, yeah, that's uh, that for for the size of, of the San Francisco? Them, we've kept it extremely low because we believe in science. Yep. And, and we don't allow liars and fools to get us killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and uh, so it's... Uh, I, I was, what I was going to raise, you know, I work sometimes with songwriters and poets and, you know, pens, you know, uh, script uh, people, with, uh, you know, songwriters. And sure, sure, yeah, and absolutely. so in this weird time right now, this horrible epidemic, where people are coming up with this cockamamie idea that it's anti-Christian to mm-hmm. wear a mask. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've come up with these bizarre reasons why they can't wear a mask and the, and they're just spreading the disease worse. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering if you have any, you know, philosophical quotes. Have you got, you know, some, some um, one-liners, let's say, that would help convince people to do the right thing in, a, in an epidemic? Well, you, you know, it, it, there's an interesting thing, Dave. There's a thing called polarity. You're going to have people who are pro-choice, you're going to have people who are pro-life. You're going to have people who are liberals. You're going to have people who are conservatives. You're going to have people who wear masks, and you're going to have people who don't wear masks. This polarity is so real, and it's natural. It's mother nature. No, they're getting paid to do it. Yeah, okay. So in no, that I mean, aspect, us... There are PR people. That's what all yeah. these bots are about. They've got millions of fake people on the internet mm-hmm. you know it with with fake accounts on facebook and whatnot that are saying oh i'm a tough guy i don't wear a mask yeah well well jerry yeah tell that to the germ that chokes you out yeah no um, absolutely absolutely and and to that to that extent as as the rule you avoid those people you avoid them you you you're not going to be friends with those people and well, I'm just saying, you know, like Voltaire or somebody, there may be Ospensky or, you know, the famous old uh, philosophers of yore uh, uh, that Dave, lived in an epidemic. Dave, can we and put what you... what they do in the epidemic? Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. I'm, and, and Jenny and I are putting you in charge of this because you, what you just said in your history of writing these different things and what you're part of and lyrics and what it is, you come up with something. But to, to try to think that, you know, let's not play the part of a fool. You know, uh, let's be part well, of the... You don't want to come up with a good line to get... Well, the, you know, there, there's line. all of them. Be part of the solution, not the pollution. Right. 
Yeah. You know? Well, that's what I'm looking for. Is yeah. Like, have you got any good one-liners that would convince people to do the right thing in an epidemic? Well, it would be the Girl Scout. The Girl Scout, or if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the pollution. Well, you know, I, I always tell people, Dave, that, you know, if you're not going to wear a mask for yourself, you wear it for the, the you know, I, and this is what I say to my, my crew at, at the shop. Uh, you know, if, if you're not going to wear a mask for yourself, that's, you know, that's your thing. But wear the mask for the manamko, you know, that's vulnerable or the, or, or, or people that have pre-existing conditions, you know, because that's a reality and that's where the, the, um, the viruses hit the hardest, right? Sure. And so... You know, one last thing, uh, there really are people who get paid to, to do this tough guy fake routine. Yeah, they do because they're planting the seed of doubt in public. Well, yeah, and the, and it's like coup plotters. Yes. Well, and the other one is, is you know, our mantra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're into our last like twenty seconds yeah, here, Dave. But real thing. quick, your mantra. Same this thing. is this is your mantra. When you see the people who are like that, and you're face to face with them, then you do your mantra. It's the most powerful force in the universe. You look right at them, Dave. What's your mother's ethnicity, really quick? Is she English speaking? Oh, we're all. Uh, British Isles and Okay, so then love, 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 love. That's your mantra. You say that to those people and to yourself, and it'll work. Guides, 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 the strongest force in love. Well, I do that, and that's why I call up. I'm at 1.30 in the morning out here, you know, <laughs> trying to stir up some common sense. Spread the love. That's the mantra. Love, 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 love. Strongest force in the universe. You just directed it at that, those people. Hey, we'll take care of Hey. Yes, thanks, Thanks Dave. for the call, Dave, and give all our cousins out there in San Francisco a big hug. And, and All right. Well, well, after. Yeah. Yeah. A ver, uh, yeah. An air hug. And then when you, <laughs> when you pat them on the back, when you pat them on the back, you are giving them your mother's heartbeat. Sometimes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Every time you hug and you pat on the back, you're giving them your mother's heartbeat. You were in the womb for nine months. That's your mother's Probably. heartbeat. There you go. That use Take that care. one. Okay. More stimulating talk is coming up on News Talk K57.